0: today on melee
1: protesters in Salt Lake City face life in prison
0: Ernie Chambers has his last day Omaha's police budget has an amendment and city council passes a mask mandate hey I'm Jeff Collins
1: hi I'm Leslie Swenson
2: and I'm
0: Joshua LeBure so how are you doing today guys how's it going and gals I'm sorry
1: good (laughs) thank you
2: (laughs) I'm good that's all I have to say about that. It's been a hectic week. Yeah. It's been a time. It's been a time. Yeah. I just feel like uh, just everything getting back to normal-ish. Mm-hmm. People mm-hmm. are trying to push getting back to normal. And I feel like emotionally I'm not ready yet. No, yeah. nothing. And, and,
1: and it doesn't feel normal at all. That's the no. thing. No. No. All right. All well, right. with that. Let's pop
2: into these headlines. Yeah, let's get to
0: the news. <laughs> Biden picks Kamala Harris as vice presidential running mate. Democratic presidential nominee Joe Biden announced Senator Kamala Harris of California as his vice presidential running mate just 84 days before the election. Kamala Harris followed a career as a lawyer in criminal justice before being elected as a California senator in 2016, where she has served since. Harris herself ran for the 2020 Democratic presidential nomination and ended her campaign in December of 2019. She's the first black and Asian-American woman nominated to a presidential ticket by a majority party in the United States history.
1: Protesters in Salt Lake City, Utah, were charged with felony criminal mischief and gang enhancement and faced maximum sentence of life in prison. The protesters broke windows and threw red paint outside the district attorney's office in July in the name of justice for Bernardo Palacios Carballo. Palacios Carballo was a 22-year-old man shot 34 times and killed by two police officers, Kevin Fortuna and Neil Iverson in May of this year. The officers were called to the location after a report of a man walking into a hotel room and robbing the occupant at gunpoint. As reported by the Salt Lake City Tribune, when the police saw Palacios Caballo they chased him and ultimately emptied their clips firing rounds after Palacio Caballo was already wounded and lying on the ground. The two police officers were not charged and were announced legally justified in their actions by Salt Lake County District Attorney Sim Gill.
0: School reopenings. Omaha Public Schools will be totally remote for the first quarter of the fall semester. Millard Public Schools made a last-minute switch to a hybrid of in-person and remote learning after a spike in coronavirus cases in West Omaha. Teachers from Papillion La Vista protested the lack of safety precautions put in place by the district's administration the day before their schools opened to 90% of its students. A handful of Omaha Catholic grade schools pushed back their first day of school also.
1: Nebraska state senators passed a bill with a vote of 33 to 8 that bans a method of second-trimester abortion called dilation and evacuation. The ban will now go to Governor Pete Ricketts
0: for approval. TikTok Mm -hmm. is also banned in Nebraska. The Chinese-owned social media app TikTok has been banned on all Nebraska state devices. Governor Pete Ricketts cited data security concerns for his reasoning behind the ban. This action follows President Trump's recent public consideration to ban the app nationwide.
2: So tough. Yeah, yeah. No, to our priorities are so fucked. That's <laughs> so, that's, that's exactly, that's exactly, it. exactly what that's it is. Exactly it.
0: It's like, oh, whatever.
1: Omaha City Council President Chris Jerem has drafted an amendment to the proposed 2021 budget that would cut the city's police department budget by two million. The money would then be the money would then be relocated to behavioral and mental health resources, rehabilitation programs. And Heartland Workforce Solutions. Jerem's amendment follows nationwide protests calling for change to America's police forces and locals speaking directly to City Council about their issues with the proposed one point two percent increase to OPD's budget. The two million dollars would be around one percent. The two million dollars would be around a one percent decrease to Mayor Jean Stothers proposed budget for the department.
0: So we were talking about organizing. Yeah. Right? You know, we got the people got out there. Uh, Pro Black and other groups all got out there. They put, they protested outside the uh, city council. They protested during the city council, and everybody this, got up and spoke their piece. If yeah. Anybody watched Noise's uh, live feed of it? Yeah. It was.
1: I was tuning in periodically. I mean, and that was a really long meeting. It was. Oh it my was. gosh.
0: And people made some really good points. Some really good points. You know? So I think it looked. It worked. I'm really proud of that. Also, Chris Jerem is my uh, city council person. He is my district. So nice. Good on him. And then. Other news from the City Council, the Omaha City Council passed an emergency ordinance Tuesday to require masks. The proposal received a unanimous vote and followed the Douglas County Health Director's attempt to put a mask mandate in place before being threatened with legal action from the state.
2: A number of studies have shown that the masks are very helpful in uh, reducing droplets, uh, specifically one from Duke University. Um the study filmed people speaking through different face coverings. Uh speakers wearing masks spoke into a box while a beam of laser light was also shown into the box and the droplets and their scattered were tracked. Oh, wow. And masks legit help. So we just wear one. Yeah. It's not a big deal.
1: It's really not. Um so also in speaking about masks, the C D C officially says masks with one way breathing valves are not effective in stopping the spread of COVID nineteen. Um, On the newly updated page of the CDC website, the quote says, this type of mask does not prevent the person wearing the mask from transmitting COVID-19 to others. We know by this point in time in the pandemic that standard cloth masks do a pretty good job at keeping respiratory droplets contained behind the mask of the person wearing them. So if I wear a mask that protects you from any potential virus that I might have. Unless it is a medical grade mask with a protective coating on the outside or made of a filtering material, masks provide the wearer with much less protection. Which is why we've started to hear the phrase, my mask protects you and your mask protects me. For this reason, the CDC recommends against masks with valves because they only filter the air coming into your mask, but do not provide the useful source control that would protect others around you from any potential virus you could be carrying.
0: A little more on the mask. Last week, we mentioned a new study put out from our very own University of Nebraska Medical Center, published in the journal Scientific Reports, presenting that findings of COVID-19 particulates found on the surfaces of rooms and hallways where COVID-19 patients have been cared for. They also collected air samples where particulates were found, adding to the mounting evidence that this virus is airborne. But in a special report, our science correspondent Emily Chin Newton spoke with Dr. John Santarpia from UNMC. He said, really, we've known about the airborne nature of this virus for some time. This is because most of the time when you're not coughing or sneezing, if you're just talking, you're putting out smaller droplets. And these smaller droplets are lighter weight and stay airborne for longer than the large droplets in a cough or sneeze. So because we know it spreads asymptomatically without coughing or sneezing, logically it seems clear it's spreading through the smaller airborne particles he believes there's a fear attached to actually saying that though so in his view much of this research currently is just trying very hard to prove something we already know we know that you know asymptomatic people can shed it to the point that everyone basically warns against that and we're also talking about you know like um, wearing masks as a source control well if you're not sick like if you're asymptomatic the only way you're shedding viruses again like through these you know, breathing and talking and things like that, which is again dominantly small particles, and so if that's where contagiousness is. We're really already saying that this is like this is an airborne problem. It's just that we're not, you know, we, we have a problem calling it that. But it is kind of funny though, because like, when you do sneeze or cough or anything, like oh my gosh, it's immediately. like immediately. you're like I'm sorry, I'm sorry, right, I'm right, sorry. Right. Like, look, it's, everyone, I'm, I am gonna go
1: home and I feel fine.
0: I'm just gonna go home. Yeah, I I'll see myself out. <laughs> <laughs> apologize for scaring everybody. <laughs> yeah, man. All right, some, some better news, some better news. A renowned photographer is currently showing at the National Museum of Women Arts in Washington D.C. Graciela Iturbide's Mexico and the Ruta Collective are altering the male gaze in photography. The show features 140 photographs taken over multiple decades documenting the vibrancy of mexico city including the lives and customs of indigenous men and women who live there and the relationship between humans and nature the photos have an ethereal and gentle beauty taken on black and white gelatin prints eat Herbade's work is similar to the recently founded ruta collective named for the rue plant which is an herb that usually grows little yellow flowers and has small rounded leaves in the last year, the group was formed by Isadora Romero and Mayeli Viapa as a response to the lack of women's perspectives in the photojournalism world and the common stereotypical pictures taken of Latin American women that appear in large press worldwide. The collective, made up of 11 women and non-binary photographers, span across the Latin American countries. Their work is found on social media and in small journal publications with the goal to create diversity in media and alter their common white male perspective that is seen. Graciela's show is on display until the end of August and can be viewed on the National Museum of Women's Arts website. And the Ruta Collective's work is found on their Instagram, at Rude Collectiva.
2: So a little more info about the Ruta Collective thing. Um, there's a lack of women people of color and lgbtqia+ perspectives in press publications the 2015 society of news editors found out that the 2015 american society of news editors found out of the leading news organizations in the us only 12% of them had women or people of color in one of its higher ranking positions for journalism it's
1: just crazy we have to talk about this in discussions yeah. change of omaha continues its community cleanup events Since the beginning of June, Change of Omaha hosts Saturday community cleanup events as often as possible throughout Omaha. Another cleanup will occur this Saturday, August 15th. The group will meet at the Boys and Girls Club located at 2610 Hamilton Street from 10 to 1130 in the morning to pick up trash and litter in the area. Masks are preferred, and water, snacks, and cleaning supplies will be provided as available to attendees. I love this idea, the cleanup idea. Yeah, it's
0: dope. It's dope. It gives you something else to do. Outside of like going to protests, it yeah. kind of gives you a more like community-based, f- service-based like type yeah, of situation. Yeah,
1: you see the results right away, and it's...
0: Since June, MediaCore, a mixed-use creative space located in the Gifford Park neighborhood, has been providing free food access. This Saturday, August 15th, the Midtown Mutual Aid Network is providing free groceries, toiletries, and fresh produce to the public. No ID is required, and volunteers will be taking health precautions to maintain safety. This will occur at the Media Courthouse located at 515 North 33rd Street from 11 to 1 p.m. on Saturday. A little more info on that is um,
2: the Midtown Mutual Aid Network is a group founded amidst the coronavirus pandemic to give support and resources to the Omaha community in Gifford Park, Jocelyn Castle, and Midtown area. The group notices there is no foreseeable end to conditions as a result of the pandemic and need for the resources in Omaha and continues to provide help. There is a GoFundMe to donate and help continue the effort. So for any more information, actually about any of these stories, but also about this, go to figurepodcasts.com slash sources and you can find all the addresses, Instagram links and all that stuff and all of the sources for the stories.
1: Yeah, that's fantastic. Thank you.
2: Um, so I think that's important, like just anything that's about building community too, because you have to have the whole. I mean, you you know, Black Panthers are famous for their breakfast program, right? You know, stuff yeah, like that's amazing. Right. You know, right? Not just, just
0: angry signs and words. Yeah, that yeah. get
1: that that, that that like really like coming together and chatting with your neighbors and like knowing the people that live in your community. It's
0: powerful. It's beautiful stuff. Beautiful yeah. Stuff.
1: Ernie Chambers' last day. Yesterday was a very special day in the capital of Nebraska. It was the final day of the legislative session for this year. And for one senator, Ernie Chambers, it is presumed to be his last day serving the state. And that is not because Ernie thinks his work is done. His work has been primarily around civil rights and is far from over. But Chambers is forced out due to a term limit regulation in the state. He is the longest serving Nebraska state senator and the only one to be term limited twice. To thank Chambers for his lifetime of service, a surprise party was held on the Capitol steps. It is well known that the 83-year-old senator is not on social media, so his aides and fellow senators, along with the help of the ACLU of Nebraska, were able to publicize the event while keeping it a secret until he walked out of the building yesterday afternoon, where he was surprised by a crowd cheering and waving protest signs, honoring his dedication to the fight for civil rights within the historically conservative state. Guest reporter Simone Drogi was at the Capitol Steps surprise party and has a recap for us from the crowd.
3: There, there was a initial chanting of "thank you, thank you," which prompted him immediately. You could tell that he was almost uncomfortable with the the thanks. He he quoted something along the lines of "I've never, um, I've never done this for thank yous. I've never even had to be asked." and he kind of went into a few anecdotes about why he has been there and his motto of sort of thinking of himself as um, his brother's and sister's keeper and the emphasis on community importance and everyone you could tell was pretty moved by those things. There are probably around, I would say, like 50 to 75 people with signs from the ACLU On one side, they said, thank you, Senator Chambers. And on the other side, they said, fight for equality. And so we were kind of almost guising the surprise as a protest. Eventually, the crowd flipped the signs. And so it said, thank you, Senator Chambers. And (laughs) he said that if we were able to see that he was blushing, he would be embarrassed because he said that he was blushing. And then um, he had to he was being told um, that he had to run back up to the floor because he was needed. So he had to depart rather quickly. Um, But we had Senator Pansing Brooks from Lincoln. She introduced um, the chairman of the Ponca tribe who also wanted to be there to thank Senator Chambers because Senator Chambers was actually the person who fought to reinstate their tribe. It was about, he said, I think roughly 30 years ago he became a little emotional at the ending as well, because of um, Senator Chambers fighting for because each state gets two statues at the um, capital, the national capital in DC. And I believe Chambers was one of the ones that fought for Standing Bear to be one of Nebraska's. I think it's Standing Bear and Willa Cather now. the The chairman of the tribe was really, really thankful for that, that representation.
2: So a little extra info about Ernie Chambers is he had over a 38 year career and some of his most important policy wins include ending corporal punishment in the state's public schools, requiring grand jury investigations into deaths occurring in police custody, tightening death penalty restrictions, and switching to district-based voting, giving non-white citizens a more fair chance at elections into a public office. Senator Chambers also led Nebraska into the national stage in the 1980s when Nebraska became the first state to have a resolution to divest from South Africa as a protest against apartheid. So that's pretty amazing. Yeah. That's an yeah, amazing that's a, career.
0: That is an incredible yeah. career. Yeah, that's amazing. He's a, he's, a, he's a solid guy and he was a barber. So just quick clip on that. Okay. <laughs> that's awesome. I love that. You know, not not a fisher of men, but a clipper of men. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Sign out. <laughs> all
0: right.
1: All right. To hear our discussion about today's stories, listen to the Melee Discussion Podcast.
0: Right here, wherever you are listening to the show.
1: <laughs> and that does it for this episode of Melee.
2: This show is produced by me,
0: Joshua Leviar. Interviews and field recording produced by Emily Chin Newton. She also edited this episode. Our theme song is by Culture House. Research and fact check by Anoush Kadar, Adele Costa. Kass- that's not her name, but Ade- <laughs> <Adele Dazeem. laughs> The wickedly talented
2: Adele Dezim. <laughs> Researched and fact-checked by Anoush Kadar, Addy Costello, and Vivian Caniglia.
0: This is a collaboration of figure, noise, and high Omaha.
1: To support the show, find us at patreon.com forward slash melee news.
0: And we'll see you next Friday, guys. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs>